I don't know what your resolution might be, uh, even if you made a resolution, but whatever your resolution is, uh, one of the things that we do that keep us from being successful is that we don't have a plan. And this morning, that's what I want to do. I want to give you a plan on how you can implement your resolutions that you might uh, become successful in completing that resolution or accomplishing what you want to do. Uh, that plan will come from uh, um, the Apostle Paul, whom we all know, uh, especially if you are a believer and you are a Bible reader, from the book of Philippians. If you'll turn to the book of Philippians, um, we'll take a look and see what is the plan that Paul, that third chapter and verses I know you're familiar with. Uh, Philippians, the third chapter. The book of Philippians, the third chapter. In verses 12, where I'll start reading, even though I'll cover a few more verses. Philippians, the third chapter, beginning at the 12th verse, and it reads as follows. Mine might read a little bit different. I read from the New American Standard rendering. It says, not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, but I press on so that I may lay hold of that for which also I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize uh, of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I want to talk about how to be successful at your resolution. How to be successful at your resolutions. As I said earlier, I don't know whether you made resolutions or not, but here we see the Apostle Paul had made a resolution and his resolutions didn't really come at the end of one year and the beginning of another year, but it came, uh, I guess, at the point in his life where he began to realize that God had changed his life and uh, he needed to resolve some things as to what he really wanted to do about the change that had taken place in his life. This interesting book of a uh, uh, Philippians was written while Paul was in the Roman prison. And this book talks nothing more than about being joyful. And you might even ask yourself, how in the world can somebody talk about rejoicing? As many times as he referred to rejoice or joy in this book while he was uh, incarcerated or in prison, uh, it's because he understood what real joy was. He writes to this church and he does express a lot of joy, but he writes to the church because uh, the church has sent him some uh, gifts or some things that he needed while he was uh, incarcerated. So he writes and he sends this letter by a fellow named Epaphroditus. Uh, what is it? Uh, Epaphroditus. 
and Epaphroditus gets sick. So he writes back to thank this church about those gifts that uh, was sent to him. But he talks about a goal of life. He says that, uh, you know, I thank you for the gifts, but I want to express something to you because, uh, uh, see, life has to have some type of goal or meaning or some point that we're driving at. Uh, one of the things that we uh, don't do uh, 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 should do is have some type of goal. You need to always, each and every day, have some type of goal or some type of a point that you're trying to reach each and every day. And if you do, you might not get there, but a goal is more of a driving force that keeps us moving uh, throughout the day. I get up in the morning and my goal is to get ready for work, to go and make my job and then come on back home, but not just make my job, but be successful as I can on the job and impacting lives. And your goal should be similar. It could be that uh, uh, you want to maybe be a better parent this year. It could be that you might want to economically position yourself to be in a better position than you were in last year. I don't know what it is, but you know what it is. But you've got to have some type of plan that would help you implement whatever your goal might be. The Apostle Paul says, listen, let me, let me tell you what my real goal of life is. And I want to back up to verse uh, 10. He says, here's really what my goal is for the remainder of my days on earth. He says that I might know him, I might know God, and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his suffering, being conformed to his death, in order that I might attain to the resurrection from the dead. Paul is saying that I, I really want to know this God. I had an experience with him on Damascus Road, but I really want to get to know more about him. I want to know all I can about him. But he starts off, he says about the power of his resurrection. He's saying that I'm wise enough to understand now that I can't really know God until he gives me his power that I can now understand some things about this God that I really want to know about. Let me just sum it up for lack of time. Basically what he was saying, I really want to know more about God, get close to God. I want to walk with God, but yet I want to touch somebody else's life that they can get to know God just like I know God. The question comes in, well, how do I go about knowing God more? How do I walk closer with God? How is it that I can go and share more of God with other individuals that they can do the same thing that I want to do? He says, that's my goal in life. So how will I accomplish that goal? And that's found in verse 13. It says, I, 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 I really want to know about this, that power that resurrected Jesus, and, 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 and this is what I really want to share with you. How can I reach that goal? Yeah. Look what he says. Brother, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet. 
Now, we don't want to run over that. Have you ever come across anybody that do, they feel like they're right? Let, let me put it this way. Have you ever just reached a certain level in life and you thought you made it? I remember when we were kids riding, uh, we catch a ride. We used to walk everywhere in Bay City. Yeah. We didn't have a car. Oh, yeah. We catch a ride on the back of a truck. <laughs> and that truck would take us to a certain point and we would tap on the window on top of the truck. That let the driver know you can let us off here because I made it. You ever been that way in your life? Yeah. Well, you thought you reached a certain level, looked like everything was going your way, and you told God, God, that's all right, I can make it from here. Yeah. <laughs> we do that. Uh, but Paul says, I know I wrote quite a few letters to different churches, but I haven't made it yet. Yeah. Look what he says. He says, uh, not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, he's saying that, yeah, I might seem to be a little more mature than other people on this Christian journey, but I, I'm not where God really want me to be yet. Amen. How can I keep pressing forward to that goal? Yeah. He says, but I press on so that I may lay hold of that which also I was laid hold for. He said, I, I, I might be growing, but long as I breathe and know life as it is right now, yeah. he's saying that I haven't gotten where God really want me to be. Yeah, preach it, pal. One of the interesting things is uh, I, I always use exercise. I start doing a few little exercises, a few push-ups. <laughs> and and I, I, I think I shared this with y'all. I, I got to about 25. And, you know, I Ooh, breathing real hard and and finally one day I say you know what I am limiting to myself because I'm not giving more of what I can give in order to press forward yeah. and, and, and I found out that when I got to 25 my mind said quit yeah. but but uh, my body said quit but my mind said you can go a little bit further uh -huh. I got up to 30 I got up to 40 and now I'm at 45 that's what Paul is saying. I've made some great leaps. I've made some progress in life, but but that's not it. Yeah, yeah. My goal is to go as far as God really wants me to be. That's right. I mean, when God stopped me on the Damascus Road, He changed my life. Yeah. But now I've grown, but I want to grow more. I want all that God has to give me. But yet I want to turn around and like He changed my life. Uh, I want Him to use me to interrupt somebody else's oh direction yeah. in life and turn it back to Him. Oh yeah. So I don't know what your goal is, but I do want to share with you some things that you can do, maybe to accomplish your 2022 goal. Yeah. Look what he says. He says that I press on toward the goal for the prize. Wait a minute, excuse me. 13. But brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet. But one thing I do. You know, I read that. He said one thing I do. And I read through it. And usually I'm going to read through a passage. I don't know 
50, 100 times trying to get some understanding out of it. That's right. He said, but one thing I do, and he lists about three things. He said, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press toward on, toward the goal for the prize of the upward call. Yeah. But he said one thing I do. Uh. He's saying now, I'm going to give you three steps. Mm-hmm. But, 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 now, you got to do all three steps now. Uh-huh. Or you're not going to accomplish the goal that you set for yourself. Almost like there's one God, but he manifests himself in three different ways. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. See, sometimes we want to do certain things, but we leave out certain things that are so important. We try to make one thing as important as something else, Uh uh, or not as important as something else. Have you ever... Bake the cake. Made some good cornbread, as they say, oh, cornbread. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and what you did was you, you missed one of the ingredients. Ooh. And you find out it didn't really come out like it ought to. It came out. Yeah. But it didn't taste like it normally tastes because either you didn't want to go back to the store to get that ingredient that you didn't have. So you decided that you were going to make do. Some things you can't make do, but with this, you can't make do. You need to follow the original recipe. Look at what he says. He says, now, if you want to be successful in accomplishing your goal, he said, first of all, you got to forget the past. Yeah. Too many of us are still living into yesterday. Uh-huh. And even though today is here, yeah. we're still caught up in some things that happened yesterday. Sure I, I know at some point we all get caught up in some things that happened yesterday. But he says that we got to forget the past. Now, let me stop right there and help you understand. He's not saying that I just need to push yesterday out of my mind. I can't just pluck it out of my memory. He's saying I need to draw some lessons from some things that I experienced on yesterday. Who's saying you in a bad relationship yesterday? That does not mean that I can't be in a relationship today. But but I don't need to be hung up back there in that relationship on yesterday. Means that, you know, this was a pretty good year financially for a lot of people. People were able to draw unemployment and Boy, they had all kind of tax cuts and maybe you blew all your money yesterday. Uh But you can't live today caught up in what you did with your money on yesterday. Uh But you need to draw a lesson that you need to be a better steward of whatever Uh God gives you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
Maybe you weren't the kind of parent that you wanted to be on yesterday of 2021. But what he's saying is, you can't hold your life back on you wasn't a good mom or a good dad yesterday. Yeah. He's saying you need to draw a lesson from it. You need to learn from it. Yeah. So you need to, first of all, forget the past. Uh -huh. all right. In other words, you need to leave the past right where it is. Uh -huh. uh, I'm not saying don't get lessons from the past. Uh -huh. I'm not saying don't go and learn how to budget your money. I'm not saying don't study on how you can be a better mom or dad. Yeah. But what I'm saying is you can't live on something that's already gone by. Yeah. So you need to forget the past. You need to move on out of yesterday. You need to move on out of 2021 and come on, bring your body on over into 2022. We're, 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 some of us are stuck. I don't know. I watch a lot of Christmas programs over these holidays. And one of the things that I found uh, kind of a theme that kind of ran through some of those programs is people had gotten hurt some years ago. And it stopped them from even going home sometime to celebrate Christmas or family time with family that loved them. Because they were caught up in that little point of whatever happened. They got so caught that it separated them. So we need to forget the past. Not that, you know, God say that he won't remember our sins. <laughs> if God knows everything, you can guarantee he know about those sins we committed on yesterday. Uh -huh. but, but what he's saying is, I'm not going to keep on bringing these things up to you. Yeah. So forget your past. If you hung out with some bad people yesterday, stop hanging out with them today. Learn when you hung out with them yesterday, they didn't cause nothing but some problems for you. Yeah. So don't live there. Yeah. But move on over. But not only did he say uh, uh, one thing, part of that one thing was forgetting the past. But look what else he said. Forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. He says that I not only should forget the past, but I need to focus on today. Yeah. You're so busy on what happened yesterday, you can't focus on what's going on right now, right around you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Focus on what's going on now. No, you started a business last year. It, it, it really wasn't successful because maybe some things you did. But you're looking at focusing on business now. Draw from yesterday, but focus on how you can be successful today. Yeah. Wasn't a good mom yesterday? Focus on some changes that you can make today All right. to be a better mom, a better dad. All right. 
blue money yesterday. Forget that. Don't live there. Uh -huh. Draw from the knowledge and focus on what you need to do today. Yeah. Focus on the present. Focus on how I can do this. Focus on what you need in your life in order to do better, to reach the goal that you desire to reach. And I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. I see smiles on your face. I'm almost finished. I, I, I'm going to sit down in maybe five more minutes. We're not going to stay here long, but I need you to get this. Forget yesterday. Yeah. Focus on what's going on around you today. Have you ever, I've, uh, <laughs> sometimes I be at home and, and, and I know people say this, this but I, I can have so much stuff going on or what happened and, and I can move, I go to get something else from another place and I, I, I forget what I went to get for right now because I was so, my mind was so tied up on what had happened previously. You ever had that happen to you? I know we say, well, I'm getting old, and maybe so. But I'm, uh, a doctor once told me, he said, you know what? I said, God, look like I'm, I'm forgetting a few things now. He, he says, uh, what happens is your computer gets so full until it doesn't process as fast as it used to. So I've got caught so much on what was going on previously, I forgot what I was about to do presently. Focus on what you need to do today. And not only that, you forget the past if you want to be successful. You focus on the present. But look what he says, and this is interesting here. Because sometimes we just want the pie to fall out of the sky. And I'm finding out that it don't happen that way most of the time. Every once in a while you get it to fall out of the sky and you ought to say thank you when that happens. Amen. But look at what he says. He says, I forget what lies behind. I reach forward to what's ahead. But he says, I press on toward the goal. I almost ran over that word press. And when I really started looking at that word press, it suggests that there might be some resistance as far as me reaching my goal. All right. He says, I press. That means that I got to fight for the future. Yeah. All right. uh, Too many of us are just thinking that it's just going to happen. But I got to fight. Right now, we're sitting here and people are drawing up lines, gerrymandering or whatever they're doing and changing up how people are going to vote. Was listening to Al Sharpton on the way down here. And he, he kind of keeps it in the forefront that we're going to have to fight. Yeah. That they don't put some obstacles back in our path that will hinder our voting rights. Yeah. You, 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 you gonna have to fight. Press, you gonna have to fight if you wanna be a better parent. Yeah. You have to fight if you wanna be uh -huh. uh, 
a better steward of your resources. You're going to have to fight if you don't want those old friends to pull you back to where God has delivered you from. You got to fight. Why do I have to fight? Well, because we keep forgetting there's an enemy that want to undo what God want to do through you. There's somebody out there that's putting up roadblocks trying to make you detour from where God really trying to take you. So you got to fight. And fight means that I give all that I got. See, when you fought a good fight, I was watching Wagon Train. I was watching Wagon Train, and they, they had this Irish family, and they were kind of moving in the same direction as the Wagon Train was going. And the Irish always felt like people looked down on them. So they uh, had a Wagon Train, had a little dance going on. They invited the Irish to come on over and celebrate with them. And the Irish said, well, I don't know. They look down upon us. And that was the dad that was talking all the negative talk. He was the one that didn't want to go. So they decided to go on over. And that was this young lady. And, you know, that was this man from the wagon train, the scout. He was kind of entertaining the young lady. And they took a little walk away from the dance and a few things. And the dad called her. And the dad tore dress trying to pull her back. Yeah. Well, I guess it was the friend from the Irish group was interested in her. And they got into a little squabble. So they both kind of retreated back. But the two men met up and said, we're going to settle this. Yeah. And what happened was they decided that they were going to duke it out. Uh-huh. And they met on neutral ground and they began to slug one of the other slugged him. Other one knocked him down. And they kept on fighting. And one thing that happened, they fought till they couldn't fight anymore. But guess what? Uh. When they got to that point, the light came on and they say, I'm fighting that I'm fighting for what? What I have, what I need is really right there. And, 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 And when they fought until they can't fight no more. God is saying, fight till you don't have any more strength. All right. Fight until it feels like you can't make it no more. Yeah. Fight till you feel like you can't raise your leg to go any further. Yeah. But that's what Paul was really saying. Uh, I want to know his power in his resurrection. Yeah. He's saying, when I can't go in my own strength, yeah. that God will give me Free. everything that I need. To keep moving toward the goal that I've set for myself. Yeah. And I and if I was taking testimonies right now, I'm sure someone would stand up and say, I know you're right, brother. Uh-huh. Because you know when I was there. Uh-huh. And I began to fight. Come on now. I wouldn't let my yesterday get me down. Yeah. And I was focusing on where I was trying to go. Uh-huh. But I had to fight and look where I am now. God. Through his power. Yeah. Can get you. Uh-huh. Well, he really want to take you to. Just remember this. As I go to my seat, I told you I wouldn't be long. Remember this. When you forget 
your past. Don't live into don't live in yesterday. And you focus on the day. When you get into the fight, sometimes you have to call on God's word. And remember what God told you. Yeah. He says that I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And it's God through the power of his Holy Spirit that dwells in every believer will get us to where we need to be. Will help us accomplish the goal that we've set. But do this. Always pass your goals by God. And if they fall within his will, you can be assured that you will accomplish those goals. You will resolve what it is that you're trying to resolve.